Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 179. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. Today is Listener Question Friday, one of my favorite days of the week. And we're going to talk about why mansions are the result, not the cause of wealth. You're going to learn why mansions are the result and not the cause of wealth. But before we do, have you checked out the Creating Wealth podcast yet with Jason Hartman? It's full of amazing information and over 700 podcasts about real estate investing. If you like this podcast, you'll like that one too. So here is our listener question of the day. It's from Dave, and he says, if it's not about buying too expensive but buying smart, then why are billionaires and millionaires buying 40 and $50 million houses, yachts, and cars? Wow, I love this question, Dave. (laughs) I can see why this is confusing. You might think that's how they're getting rich, by buying these huge mansions. But the ability to afford that mansion came after they already created their wealth. It's not, probably not, the way they built their wealth. Just like when professional athletes sometimes get huge contracts and then buy a big mansion. Their athletic prowess is what made them their wealth. That's what made them get that $100 million contract or $50 million contract that allowed them to buy the big mansion. Or perhaps the Hollywood actor or actress who's buying a huge mansion. Same thing. Maybe they had a big movie that they were paid a lot of money for, so then they went and bought the big house. Or someone else who's had a successful business or sold their business Etc. So buying a $50 million house is not usually what made them rich. The one exception might be if they are in the business of flipping $50 million houses. So now that they're rich because of this big contract or this business sale or whatever it is that made them have this big influx of money, they may want to enjoy it and buy a trophy property because having a big house is a very big status symbol. And they may also find that that's how they are going to enjoy their wealth because that's where they live and they wanna have that as their castle. But they may also be looking for ways to park money that's outside of the banking system. And I say that because we've seen that happen in Vancouver with Chinese buyers who are taking money out of China. We've seen it in Miami and New York City with Russians who are taking money out of Russia and parking it in very high-end real estate. So there are currency issues that are going on in foreign countries, and sometimes parking money in the U.S. is an option, and a very common way to do that is in luxury real estate. So that could also be something that is driving some of these purchases. And that's why we're seeing some crazy prices being paid for luxurious homes. On a smaller scale, 
I see this happen with new money all the time. Maybe somebody had an influx of cash due to their business suddenly having a great year, or their job, they got a big bonus, or they got a new job, and they go out and they buy a $200,000 Bentley or other very expensive car. They do it so they can show the world how successful they are. And I don't blame them. They're celebrating their success. It's kind of a trophy for them as well. And it's just that they have made a terrible financial mistake and they don't even realize it. The problem with it is that they've just stopped themselves from creating real wealth because they don't understand how wealth is built and they don't understand the six steps to wealth. That they are probably just oblivious to the fact that they just spent their nest egg or their capital that would have been or could have been invested in a money engine that created wealth for them. They think their business might go on forever, and I hope it does. I hope they have that fabulous year again and again and again. But with spending habits like they have to spend $200,000 on this new car, whatever money they make likely won't be kept. It will be spent. And no matter how many millions they make, they still have to pay taxes on that money, and they still have to invest if they want to create wealth. If they don't invest, the money won't continue to compound, and it will be gone. And that's why professional athletes, lottery winners, people who inherit money, etc., often go through the money within only five years. So spending doesn't equal investing. You know that because you know the six steps to wealth. And especially spending on depreciating assets does not equal investing. How many times have I talked about that? Many. But that $200,000 spent on the car will be worth less five years from now. So that two hundred dollars will have gone down to some other lower amount of value that the car is worth now that the car is a few years old and has miles on it. Whereas if this person, instead of spending $200,000 on the car, if they could have invested it at 8%, in five years, it would already have grown almost 50% more. So that $200,000 would have grown to $293,865, or roughly $294,000, almost 50% more than they started with in just five years. But it gets better, or worse for them, but it gets more dramatic, let's say. So over 20 years, the $200,000 at 8% would have grown to almost a million. So in 20 years, that car will be worth, you know, not much, probably something, but not much, not anywhere near $200,000 that he originally paid for it. Yet had he invested or she invested that $200,000 in an investment earning 8%, over 20 years, that would have grown to a million dollars but it gets worse. <laughs> over 30 years, it would have grown to $2 million. So you see, over their lifetime, let's say he's 35 today, if in 30 years he turned 65, he would have had a nice $2 million just on that one different decision that he could have made. And that's why I always say wealth is really a choice. It's a matter of the choices that you make. It's not about budgets and scrimping and saving. It's about what choices are you making to invest in a money engine and to continue to compound your wealth. 
A person buying a $50 million mansion also already has their wealth or they wouldn't be able to afford a $50 million mansion. So if they want to use that for toys, well, at that point, they've grown enough wealth. And if that's what they want to do, I guess they can do that. That's up to them. But it's different for anyone starting out building wealth. And it isn't the right move for someone who's just starting out. You have to follow the steps that make wealth grow. And that is, you know, starting out with that wealthy mindset, getting the nest egg, finding the mentor that's going to teach you the path to the right money engine, investing in the money engine to compound and finally to protect your wealth. So it doesn't go any other way. That's how wealth is created. It's got to be put into a money engine that's going to compound it for you. And if you spend that capital instead of investing the capital, there's your mistake right there. You've already violated one of the steps to wealth and sorry, it's not gonna grow to $2 million. So it's very different for someone who's starting out building wealth versus someone who already has built wealth. And that's why they always say, the first million is the hardest to make. If you wanna get going on your net worth building today, check out my 10 quick tips to boost your wealth over at lindapjones.com. There are 10 quick things you can do to boost your net worth and get your wealth growing in the right direction. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.